This is one of those afternoons where we legitimately need an eight-hour broadcast. Welcome to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We've got uh, just so much to talk about. So many folks that are going to be joining us with breaking news stories around the metro area and around the country. Uh, Plus, you're going to need traffic updates every six minutes because uh, it kind of started yesterday, the pre-holiday traffic jam. Uh, But it is just awful out there. So you get triple team traffic updates uh, every six minutes. We're going to have some fun. Little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. But uh, we got Phil Holloway, WSB legal analyst on the charges against the Trump organization. Chris Jose from Channel 2 with just a jaw-droppingly awful story in Cobb County. Peter King's going to join us live from Florida with the latest on the search and rescue effort there in uh, Surfside, Florida. Uh, But first, I mean, coming off the miracle win, the Hawks miracle win, at State Farm Arena the other night. Uh, this series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Game 5, pivotal Game 5 tonight in Milwaukee, 8.30 tip. Joining us live from Milwaukee, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Hawks beat writer, uh, Sarah Spencer. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk what happened on, fr- on uh, Game 4, that the Hawks would have uh, beat the Bucks without Trey Young? Yeah, you know, what a bizarre series this has been so far. You know, the Hawks steal Game 1, get absolutely blown out in game two uh trey young gets hurt at kind of toward the end of game three Giannis ends up getting hurt kind of the end of game four it has just been it has just been all over the place um you know the hawks had actually beaten the bucks without trey uh in april and so there was a thought in my mind that that maybe that could happen again if they got big performances from lou williams and bogey uh, because that's how they won that game without trey and that's what ended up happening. Um, so you had those two guys giving you a lot of production after some off games here and there, and they were able to pull it off, and, and even the series, which was huge, because you didn't want to go back to Milwaukee down 3-1. No, and, and, and I mean, the way they did it, too, it wasn't a squeaker. They blew Milwaukee out of the arena, which was uh, just shocking. You know, everyone everyone was so worried without Trey Young, but uh, everyone stepped up, uh, most notably Lou Williams and Bogey, as you mentioned. Before we get to Game 5 preview tonight, I guess we need a Hawks and Bucks injury update. What do we know about uh, Giannis and Trey? Yeah, Giannis is out. Uh, Trey, a decision probably won't be made on Trey until he does his pregame shoot. Um, so right now he's still questionable. Um, obviously a pretty deep bone bruise that he's dealing with, so it's going to be tough, um, but I think he'll try to go through his uh, kind of pregame shoot and see how he feels then. So too soon to say with Trey. Uh, talking to Sarah Spencer, Hawks beat writer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, covering game five. Uh, no Giannis. Uh, do, we do, do we see Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton? Uh, are, are they going to take the, the bulk of the scoring uh, now that uh, Giannis is out? Well, they're going to try, you know, Milwaukee does. I mean, those are both excellent, excellent, you know, players for, for Milwaukee. Um, it, you know, the, the Hawks obviously are missing a few guys too, but you also got Cam Reddish back. And so when it comes to Drew Holiday, when it comes to Chris Middleton, um, who obviously really, really killed the Hawks um, earlier in the series just from three, uh, you know, now you've got another good defender you can throw out a out there on the perimeter to limit a guy like Chris Middleton. Um, Cam Reddish did really well in kind of his first meaningful minutes that he played since getting back healthy. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think those are the two guys Milwaukee will look to. But, you know, the Hawks have another defender to deploy. What was uh, so you were you were a game four at Phillips Arena. Everyone said it was the loudest the arena's ever been. Uh, What was your experience there watching that, that just I mean, it was a miraculous victory. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. Um, I, I got to be honest, and I think it's also made more 
crazy just from the it's kind of the stark contrast of you know not having anyone in arenas or only having a thousand people or a few thousand people for months and months and just kind of the weirdness of that and then you go from that to just like a packed insane like the, one of the loudest arenas I've ever been in so kind of the it's kind of going from from zero to 60 um, when it comes to fans and just the intensity of games but it's been it's honestly been a really really like if you're a Hawks fan you have to be proud of the the way you're kind of defending home court and making it tough on people when they come to State Farm Arena even you know and obviously it's really tough that Giannis got hurt um, and hopefully he'll be okay moving forward Um, but even Giannis at the free throw line kind of throwing him off a little bit you know with the countdown Um, so I, I do think that that's been that's becoming a really tough environment to play in. I hope Giannis recovers fully by July 11th. Let let him rest. <laughs> let him take it easy. Sarah Spencer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution joining us live on the Mark Aram Show from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, you, you talked to uh, Coach Nate McMillan after the Game 4 victory and obviously before Game 5. Uh, his reaction to what happened in Game 4 and what does he think is going to happen in Game 5? Yeah, I mean, I think with Nate, I think he's, so used to, I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing, but I think Nate is so used to this team being injured, um, you know, which is, you know, obviously you, you hope that's not the case, but I think he's so used to, and I think the guys too are kind of used to having to play shorthanded, having to kind of scrap some wins together. Uh, you know, they had to play without Trey for uh, a stint there when Trey had an ankle sprain uh, kind of toward the end of the regular season. They had to do the same thing with John. They've had to play without DeAndre for a long time. They've had to play without Cam for a really long time. So I think that Nate, you know, luckily you have that veteran guard to go to and, and Lou Williams to, to fill in for Trey. And I think that Nate's kind of perspective on it was we've, been, we've kind of been doing this all season long. You know, yes, it's on the biggest stage and yes, there's added pressure and you know, you have to do it night in and night out, you know, as the, as the playoffs require. But I think for the Hawks, there it wasn't that uh, it wasn't that kind of difficult for them to imagine that scenario because they've been in it so many times. I don't know how much opportunity you've had to, to talk to folks in Milwaukee, but I would imagine the, what happened in Game 4 and losing Giannis for Game 5 at least – the city, the the fan base of the Bucks, just has to be deflated right now. This that can't be a happy city right now. It's so tough. It, it's it's really tough. And obviously, like Giannis is such a, uh, you know, I don't know him personally, but I, I interacted with him a couple times. But obviously, Giannis is is a good guy, and you know, it's the city loves him so much. Uh, you know, rightly so. Um, and so I think they're. They're really hurting for him right now, um, and obviously that looks pretty. I, I guess it was ruled a hyperextension, but it, it looks pretty rough. It looks pretty painful. Um, you know, he got in kind of a, a round of applause as he was trying to walk off the court, um, but he was struggling doing so. So it's tough. You know, I, I know that they're, they're him and their thoughts, and you know, I think Hawks fans would say the same thing. You know, you don't want to see a guy go down like that. Um, it, it, it's just tough. You know, you don't – injuries have just been such a big problem this season, and, and you hate to see it. You hate to see it for Giannis. You hate to see it for Trey. Uh, you just hate to see it for these guys. Most importantly, uh, we last talked to you in Milwaukee uh, in the first two games of the series. You were on a hunt for a brat. Did you get your brat uh, fix in, or are you going to do that tonight? You know what? I am actually walking around Milwaukee right now. So if I sound out of breath, that's what's going on. Um, I'm actually walking around Milwaukee right now on the hunt for food. 
uh, before the game. So it's an adventure right now, and I'm going to look at look at a couple different places. <laughs> Good. Uh, I, I guide you in your quest. I hope you're successful. Enjoy a brat, and uh, hopefully the Hawks will, will pull out a Game 5 victory. That would be huge for the team and the city. Thanks for having me. There you go. Sarah Spencer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, live in Milwaukee. What a cool gig that is. To be the, the the Hawks beat writer. Is that what you kind of wanted to do? No. No. Well, I mean like sports Yeah, yeah, right? sports That's for sure. Not, not Hawks. That's why sports. I feel so bad for, uh, well, Steve Holman, uh, our, our, my old co-worker who's the voice of the Hawks on the radio, all season long he has not been able to travel with the team. So he had been calling the games in at State Farm Arena, the games in, you know, Philadelphia or New York. And they wouldn't let him go. And Steve was, because of protocols, yeah. was in State Farm Arena calling the game, and they finally allowing the broadcast crew to to travel with the team because that's the I mean that's a cool gig regardless, but one of the best fringe benefits of that gig is especially for Steve flying on the team plane. You Absolutely, get, you get the free food. You stay in the finest hotels. You know if you've ever followed if you don't follow Steve on Instagram, you should do it. You know back in the day when he would travel to Hawks, he would go to like every city's finest steakhouse. I don't nice. know what kind of food budget uh, the, you know, <laughs> yeah, Holman's yeah, getting, yeah. Uh, but uh, so that's, I know that had been killing him. So I'm so glad he's going to get to go. But the Braves broadcast crew, I talked to those guys; they're still not traveling with the team. Really? Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think about 18 of the major league teams now, their broadcast crews are traveling with the teams. Yeah. But the Braves TV folk and the radio not folk, yet. they're still doing the games from. Wow. And again, it's an amazing job. It's cool. You could you could broadcast a Braves game in your living room, and it's a cool job. But what? But trust me, one of the benefits is traveling with the team and get to go to Miami and New York and uh, Milwaukee and get a good brat. So uh, I'm I'm clo- I'm glad that Sarah Spencer is getting to go and travel there. All right, I know you're not huge basketball folks. Uh, some of you listening are like, man, I don't care. It, it's just really it's a good story for the Hawks and that. That Game 4 win was a historic win for the franchise. And, uh, you know, we need some good news in this city. So even if you're not an NBA guy or gal, uh, at least root for the home team, right? Always root for the home team. All right, we'll come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. So much to talk about. Coming up, Phil Holloway is going to join us live with the very latest on the uh, charges against the Trump organization that were filed today in New York. And... Uh, we're going to get you through this horrible holiday traffic on a Thursday. 404-872-0750. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. He keeps me company on my ride home from work, and I find him entertaining. With the full strength of the WSB News team and triple team traffic, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Alex Williams, you busy? You got a second to hang out? Anything for you, buddy. So Alex uh, just got back from his delayed honeymoon. Is that what we were calling that? Yeah, friend's wedding slash delayed honeymoon. Oh, who got married? Uh, one of my best friends from high school. Oh, look at that's breaking news, Longoria. What's Al- that? Alex Williams had a best friend in high school. <laughs> Do you know his birthday? <laughs> Where I don't, I don't know Alex Williams' birthday. No, does Alex know his birthday? It's in September. Oh, you're, you're, see, the guys don't That's, know. That, that, I never said guys should know. I just said your real friends would know. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to get mad at Deborah here on my last day before <laughs> vacation. So real quick, Alex, uh, your first real trip post-pandemic. Alex, like me, got married during the pandemic. So uh, he did this uh, quasi-honeymoon wedding trip. How was your trip to Cancun? What were the highlights, buddy? Uh, it was great. Um, first time doing an all-inclusive resort. And uh, 
Apparently, COVID hit Cancun and that part of Mexico pretty hard, so they're still pretty uh, tough on stuff. But they do have buffets are back in business down there. How you know we were hoping you would expand your food horizon uh, down south of the border in Cancun. What was the most exotic food you had while at the resort? Um, you know what they had uh, at the um, at the adults only pool. Every day they had this uh, f- a cart that comes out and they make like tostadas and all kinds of uh, oh. dishes. And they, uh, the they have like they, Listen, they, they, Alex they do Williams, it was like locally big. caught fish and stuff. It was delicious. Wow, I'm I'm impressed with that. Deborah thought chicken fingers would have been the most exotic <laughs> food that you had. Well, they, she was right. You know, we didn't really leave the resort because Shocking. most of the time we had stuff to do. You know, like Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And um, they have restaurants. You just make your own reservation, and it's you know all inclusive. But just like Deborah said, it's it's pretty much. Like a restaurant here, but it's, it, it was nice food. It's not like a, you know, it's not a Taco Mac. Now, full disclosure, oh, I have to break Mike in. Shields, Mike Shields. I have to break in. in. Yeah, I asked him, because I'm a big seafood guy, and I said, Alex, you got to tell me about the freshest, the best seafood that you had. And what did you tell me you had? Salmon tartar. Oh, and fish tacos. He goes, well, they had some good fish tacos. All right. That's, I mean, listen, raw salmon for a little guy. That's a big yeah, step. Yeah, that's a stretch. So we, have, we can officially cross uh, tostadas off of the list <laughs> of foods that Alex well, Wayne doesn't know. with some beans on it. Yeah. Rice it, it, was, and, uh, it was better geez, than ones I've shocking. had here. It's almost like a taco. Yeah. But, but he said <laughs> it's better than the ones he's had here. So... All right, but you had, uh, you told me off the air that you will always go to all inclusive all inclusive resorts now. Well, I don't know if always because that's uh, that's that's a good bit of money, but I, I, it's never going to be the same just going to Destin and staying at the hotel on the beach anymore. No offense to Destin, beautiful no, uh, thing there. All but right, I thought so. you'd be happy. Buffets are back. You got to wear a glove to go get your food and stuff, but uh, buffets were back in business down so, there. So you had to serve yourself on the buffet. Yep. Yeah. And what was uh, what was in the Cancun buffet? What was the spread like? Oh man, it's amazing. They have uh they have like they do make they have an omelet bar and stuff. And then they have y'all can make fun of me, but all kinds of different um like Mexican sauces, like salsas, all di- like literally any flavor you can imagine they have and it's all fresh cooked and Did it's... you try mole? Uh, I've had it before. I'm not a fan. It's very uh, labor intensive to make. I make it at home. I'm I won't I won't eat store bought mole. At, yeah. You make it at home. It's really? very labor intensive, little guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you had a good time. I had a great time. All right, good. Alex Williams back. Hey, listen. Deborah, I know you you're rolling your eyes, but he had a tostada. I mean, uh, it's it's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, ex- for Alex. Oh, oh, Alex, you still there? Yep. Did you ask for the tripe? No, I did not. Or a I, I remember what I was, was telling my wife because I was like, Aaron showed Deborah and them. They told me to ask for something. I cannot remember oh, for the you life just forgot what it was. What, it is. <laughs> what was the other thing you wanted him to get? The uh, not man, not menudo. Uh, no. Menudo? No, it was something like that. It was another. It was another. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. It was a food that Alex Williams would, would not, not have eaten. eaten. Yeah, can't remember right. what it was. I should have written it down for you, you Alex, should. and ordered it. They, they would have given you so much respect. The oh, staff, yeah, if, you if you ordered, ordered tripe. They'd be like, oh, this guy's legit. I think they would have watched him eat it. Like oh, the yeah. entire staff would have come <laughs> oh, around yeah. the table and just be like, okay, I got to see this guy yeah. eat it. Have the, <laughs> have now I'm questioning what this is. Oh, it's well, it's delicious, Alex. We'll get it for you in a couple of weeks. We'll we have tell it. you what. Don't it is. Google it. Don't Google <laughs> it's it. It's better crispy. <laughs> we'll and we'll bring some in. But Alex Williams back from uh, from his. Uh, I, I thought it was just a straight up honeymoon, but apparently he went down for a wedding too. So I, I think he's still on the hook. He owes his beautiful bride a honeymoon oh, yeah, still definitely. too, right? Yeah. yeah, of course. So my and I are looking for uh, locations, and we we want to do the all inclusive thing too. All we care about, all, let me rephrase that. All Maya cares about is a nice beach and good food. That's it. I mean, that's kind of a honeymoon, right? You just want some time yeah. to relax. And, and we're not. Yeah. It's not even. It's going to be a, a quickie, like a four uh, quickies with Vicky. Remember those quickies with Vicky? <laughs> uh, it's going to be like a four day thing. So we're looking into Cancun. Those places are expensive, though. The all inclusive joints are expensive. 
Yeah, but if anybody can afford it, you can. It's not me. It's not me. You're I got to pay. That Jaguar. I got to pay. It's a two thousand and it's a two thousand and two Jaguar. I, mean, I don't care what year it is. It's still more <laughs> more expensive than my car. All right. Anyway, uh, we've got so much big breaking news to get to. I just wanted to uh, refresh and reset there. When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, WSB legal analyst Phil Holloway will join us. Chris Jose from Channel Two Action News is covering a story in Cobb County that people are going to be talking about for a while. This is a jaw-dropping story. And then Peter King is going to join us live in Florida with the the rescue effort going on in Surfside. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Mindy Kaling, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 439, 86 steamy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and pals with the 7 in the p.m. Coming up at uh, 537, we're going to go live to Florida, get the very latest on the search and rescue effort in Surfside. Uh, right now, we're going to go live to uh, Bal Harbor, Florida. President Biden now speaking. Uh, he apparently just talked to the uh, victims of the condo collapse. Let's join uh, President Biden for a second here. Or, uh, or uh, first responders. So, uh, but Mike, they're, you know, they're realistic. I uh, it just brought back so many, so many memories. It's bad enough. It's bad enough to lose somebody. But the hard part, the really hard part, is to not know whether they're surviving or not. Just not have any idea. When the accident took my wife and my family, the hardest part was... All right, that's President Biden in uh, Ball Harbor, Florida. Uh, apparently, he uh, talked to the uh, families of the victims. He said they have hope but are realistic as that search and rescue effort continues. Again, Peter King's going to join us live from CBS Radio News down in Florida with the very latest on the ground there. Uh, I guess the big uh, national story today, uh, prosecutors charged the Trump organization with a 15-year tax scheme uh, joining us live to explain it to me like I'm a six-year-old is WSB legal analyst Phil Holloway. Phil, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Mark. I haven't talked to you in at least a day. I, I know. <laughs> it's becoming a daily Holloway segment on the program. That's I love right. it. Uh, so so uh, if folks are just getting in their car after work and they and they missed the breaking news that came down, uh, what do we miss in New York with prosecutors and the Trump organization? So basically what's going on up there is, you know, there's this – you know, people are calling this a fishing expedition, but, you know, I, I think that actually is not all that inaccurate. They've been sifting, these state prosecutors in New York have been sifting through reams and mountains of financial data uh, for, for quite some time. And so it really, they, they didn't catch a very big fish, in my view. Uh, I, I, I think this is probably going to, in my opinion, it might even die on the vine eventually uh, in, in years to come. And I, I do mean years, because these lawyers for the Trump uh, organization, uh, they make some very interesting, good legal arguments, but, but they have, they're going to be able to paper the prosecutor with pretrial motions that could, could drag these issues out in, in criminal litigation for quite some time. And then if they get any rulings against them, against the defendants, then they can perhaps take those up even on appeal. So right now, this is certainly a big media splash because of the the Trump name and the Trump organization. But at the end of the day, uh, expert witnesses will be able to reasonably disagree on the value of 
fringe benefits paid to, and, and perks paid to senior executives. Uh, and so you, you have very serious factual questions, Mark, and you have interesting legal questions about the viability of prosecuting a corporation for its employees who are alleged to have underreported uh, things on their personal tax returns. So there's quite a lot going on here, and it's going to be uh, quite some time before this is resolved. WSB legal analyst Phil Holloway joining on the, uh, on the Mark Aram Show. The Trump Payroll Corporation and Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisenberg were charged with 15 felony counts in connection with an alleged tax scheme stretching back to 2005. Some of the talking heads on the cable news networks uh, have said uh, this is simply an attempt to get Weisenberg to flip on the Trump organization and specifically the Trump family. Uh, is that how you're reading the tea leaves right here? I'm not, actually. And I, and I think reasonable people can see it that way. But if they wanted somebody who was going to be likely to uh, turn on Donald Trump, this would probably not be the person to do it. This is a man who has been with, as I understand it, with uh, Donald Trump for a, a, as long as he's been in charge of the, the of the company. I think he also worked for Donald Trump's father. So this is, a, and he's 83 years old, and this is a man who, even if there were something hypothetically that, that he could, let's just say, rat out Trump for, it's the kind of thing that the lawyers in this case are going to be able to drag this out for a very, very long time. He just doesn't seem to me, Mark, to be the kind of target that you would want to focus your attention on if you were looking to get someone to flip. And if you were going to get someone to flip, it's oftentimes done before an indictment. Okay, so I think that I think that it's 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 possible, but I think it's probably unlikely. That's my best reading of the tea leaves. Interesting. Continuing with Phil Holloway, WSB legal analyst on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark here. I'm talking about the 15 felony counts uh, charges in, in New York prosecutors brought against the Trump Organization and their CFO, Alan Weisenberg. Uh, obviously, they, they've been spending a lot of time going through uh, all the documents, et cetera, connected with this organization. Uh in, in your experience, would prosecutors, if they had something bigger, right, would they lead with the big thing or do they lead with the small thing and maybe there's a bigger thing coming down the road? Uh, how do you read the situation that way? Do we, Can we expect? I mean, these I mean, they're they're felony charges. I get it. But this is kind of like, wah, wah, wah. Right. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Of course. Now, that's why I say if, if this was a fishing expedition, they certainly got a pretty small fish, all things considered. Now, I think, Mark, if they had evidence of something more earth-shattering, we would have seen a more earth-shattering indictment. I really do. Uh, it's, you, know, you, you obviously can't send a, a corporation to jail, uh, but you can, you can send a human being to jail. So I think that uh, it looks like at least they, they found the, the person that, in their view, was the more likely uh, – conviction, if you will, but, but still, we're talking about, you know, the question of how do you value, uh, what, what is the dollar value of a fringe benefit if, if, if your boss puts you up, if, if Chris Kemp at their WSB radio <laughs> yeah. says, hey, Mark, I want to put you up as part of your compensation package in a, uh, in a nice condo right down here off Peachtree Street, and, um, you know, it's va- we're going to value it at, uh, you know, a $3,000 a month, but then Mark Aram says, well, you know, my accountant says maybe it's really only worth 2000 a month, so I'm, gonna re- I'm only going to report 2000 So the question is, is that a crime? You know, is, are you operating in good faith, or is it a reasonable disagreement? And, and at the end of the day, you're going to have expert witnesses on both sides of this, uh, potentially telling a jury or a judge that, 
the, you know, the prosecutor's opinion of the value of, of what was reported and declared is not our opinion. Great analogy, so, by the way. Um, and if they want to get me a condo, I'll declare whatever the heck they want me to declare. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, real, real quick, Phil, we only got about a minute or so left. Uh, we were expecting, not we, uh, experts were expecting that this investigation was focusing on the Trump Organization uh, both undervaluing and overvaluing their properties when it comes to uh, getting loans from banks or from the tax folks from the IRS. That has nothing to do with these charges is that was that a fantasy that that uh, folks that that hate the president and the Trump organization were hoping, or is that still a possibility down the road? Well, I think that a lot of people have uh, ha- have wanted to see. There, there are a lot of people that support the pre- former president, and a lot of people that despise the man. And so the, those that despise him have wanted to see him carted off in handcuffs. Uh, for as long as he's been on the political scene, it seems. I don't think that's something that's going to happen. I think that uh, I think this is probably as far as this one's going to go. And and I may very well eat these words. And if so, I'll I'll come in there in studio and we'll do it together. But I think that I think that this case eventually may very well die on the vine. Gotcha, Phil Holloway. Thanks for breaking it down so it's easy for me to understand. I know the listeners already understood it, but I needed I, I needed you to break it down for me. All right, buddy. Phil, always a pleasure. And uh, I'm off tomorrow, so we're gonna run. We're gonna end our streak of you joining me uh, All right, tonight. We'll see you next week. Happy All right, holidays. There you go, Phil Holloway. WSB Legalist. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. All right. Uh, we won't spend too much time on this, but was this, I hate using this phrase, but I'm going to use it. Was this a big nothing burger, do you think? 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk. I promise that's the last time I'll ever use that phrase on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour is sponsored by Comcast Business. 454, 86 degrees on Peachtree Street. Don't forget, uh, once you get home, you can continue listening to the broadcast with your smart speaker. Just say play 95.5 WSB or use the WSB radio app or heck, go old school and go WSBradio.com. Uh, coming up at six, we're going to have uh, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Some bad news for me, Deborah Green. I really wish you didn't tell me this, uh, show me this story about uh, the Southern diet and how bad it is for people. I feel like it was a public service announcement. <sighs> this is sad. Uh, a study has found that eating a steady diet of traditional Southern food can make you 46% more likely to die from southern sudden cardiac death. That's when the heart suddenly stops than people who don't often eat the foods. Uh, sudden cardiac death is a common cause of death accounted for one in every 7.5 deaths in the United States in 2016 or nearly 367,000. Uh, people that uh, eat the traditional Mediterranean diet, you know what that is, Longoria? No butter, use oils, yeah, yeah, yeah. nuts and fish. I mean, it's a healthy diet. Uh, they have a 26% lower, but no one has a higher rate than Southerners. And I have fully, you know this, Deborah, I fully adopted the Southern diet. Yeah, uh, so we're talking about fried chicken, biscuits, sausage, gravy, even sweet tea. Can, too much sugar. Too much sugar, yeah. Um, I, they, I just listed like four of my favorite foods right now. <laughs> that stinks. What can I? I'm asking you, Deborah, like you're a health expert. What can I do to to prevent? You got to switch to the Mediterranean diet. No, no, but I don't want to do that. I want to. <laughs> I want to stay with the Southern diet. 
Can, is it would exercise enough? I mean, I'm sure exercise would, would help. help. Yeah. When you're walking to the buffet, does that count? No, no, probably not. I'm trying to think of what uh, of these four foods that they mentioned in this article: fried chicken, biscuits, sausage gravy, and sweet tea. I mean, that's all great stuff, right there. I know. Which would I give up? Ooh, Ooh if you have to give up one, I'd give up sweet tea. I would give up sweet tea. Yeah, too. yeah. You, can get, you can get by without sweet tea. Yeah, I'll just go with uh, lemonade. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to make it any sweet. better. Really sweet lemonade or a coke? Uh, Water would be best. Fried chicken—that's uh, the one I'm last giving up. I rarely eat fried chicken. Like, I like chicken, but I'm, I usually oh, don't fry it. Man, I get it, it, I tell you what Publix does. Um, so I'll go in there. Where shopping is a pleasure. Where shopping is a pleasure. Thank you, Longoria. I'll go in after I get off TV in the morning, and I'll go. Maya will text me like, hey, can you pick something up at Publix? And I'll get in there, and right as they fried the chicken, and it's 930 in the morning, and I'm like, well, I've, i got to get a three-piece meal now. Yeah, I mean, lunch for you. they're cooking it's it. Fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. It is. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So... Fried chicken, I couldn't. I'm never going to give up fried chicken. I give up sweet tea. I wouldn't want to, but I can. There are comparable alternatives, maybe not healthier, but comparable. Sausage gravy, I don't have it that that often, but when I do, it's good. And biscuits. No, if there's one thing the South can do, it's a biscuit. Indeed, but I often will uh, forego a biscuit for. Uh, How do you sop up all the gravy? With with another piece of bread. <laughs> The, well, okay. The biscuits right. uh, don't agree with me all the time. Oh, I still will okay. eat them yeah. because, but I don't know what it is the lard in them or something, <laughs> or the the enriched flour. Sure, it could be the dairy. That's why for years I I forgot I had four I have foregone the chicken biscuit at Chick Fil A and gone with the chicken egg and cheese bagel because the bagel's fine. The the whole I mean, rest in peace to the chicken yeah, egg and cheese no, bagel. There, no. So now I've been freaking out like, oh, I'm gonna eat the biscuit again. It's gonna be bad on my stomach. But someone told me you can still get the chicken egg and cheese. On an English muffin. Oh, okay. So at Chick Fil A. So actually, yeah, biscuits. I can. I mean, I love biscuits, but I, I shouldn't eat them. Not for health reasons, but for tummy reasons. Um, but fried chicken. So there you go. I just. I mean, listen. I'm not telling you what to do with your life. I'm just giving you the nuts and bolts of of what's going on in the world. And uh, that's that's not good with that delicious Southern diet. No, especially when we live in the South. So I mean, yeah. Uh, speaking of Chick-fil-A, uh, the survey is in again, the American Customer Satisfaction Index, uh, showing us how the biggest fast food chains have stacked up against each other over the last year. Uh, top five, uh, these are ranked in order of cleanliness, staff helpfulness, satisfaction with their digital services, food variety, and the accuracy of their orders. So these are fast food restaurants, according to the American Customer Satisfaction. Number five is Five Guys Burgers. And we've often discussed whether or not that's fast food or not. I don't really consider that fast food. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it's right there, but it's not. It's That burger's too good to be a fast yeah. food burger. Don't you just go in, order it, and they hand it to you? Is there something different? They well, don't like, bring tables. it to a table. There's no drive But they don't bring it to the table, do they? I can't remember. Like there's no wait yet. staff or anything, no, is there? I don't think so. I don't know. I think We've had this argument that. in the past. Okay. I don't know. There's no drive-thru, though. The burger, to me, is right. too good to be fast food. You know, that's as good as any restaurant burger. So anyway, that's number five. Starbucks is number four. I guess they got the system down right. Starbucks has a lot of varieties in there now. Yeah. They they just screw up your name on your order more than anything. They do it on purpose. Exactly. Uh, number three. This surprised me. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Number, third, number three really? on this survey. American hmm. love their fried chicken. Fried chicken is good. Uh, number two, I'm a big fan of this place, but I didn't see. I expect to see the number two. Uh, it was Domino's. Domino's is number two on this list, and number one, America's favorite fast food restaurants. No surprise, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A number one. 
digital service staff helpfulness, restaurant cleanliness, food variety and quality, and the accuracy of the order. So congrats to Chick-fil-A for taking the top spot. All right, when we come back after news, weather, and traffic live to Cobb County, I wanted to soften you up because i got a really bad story to talk about. We'll get to that next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. show and a good Thursday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 5.09, nine minutes after five o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, heard Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Extended family here today, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the broadcast. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck, Low still vacationing tea. in Whitefish, Montana. We are honored to have Jazzercise DeMarco screening your calls uh, perhaps the nicest guy I've ever worked with. Nicer than Longoria, nicer than Judd. I oh mean, yeah, definitely. Wow, is that a you throwing shade at Judd there? No, no. I oh, mean, right. he's not. He's nicer than both of us. Definitely. Oh, okay, but, all yeah, right. Yeah. So we're happy to have Jazzercise. We're going to get to your calls in just a second. In one hour, we're going to have some fun. Sanjay's going to join us live with Would You Rather. I hate to be uh, Debbie Downer, uh, but this is a story. And and Chris Chandler just mentioned on the news that uh, that literally had me covering my mouth with my hand. Joining us live, covering the breaking news out of Cobb County. It's uh, Cobb County Bureau Chief for Channel 2 Action News, our buddy Chris Jose. Chris, I don't even know how to intro this story. Just just tell the folks what you are covering right now, I guess. Well, it's really a tragic story, as you know, Mark. Uh, I got the call, uh, I would say, around 1030 this morning. That's when uh, the Cobb County Fire Department, they were out here doing a training and also shooting uh, a public service announcement video on the Chattahoochee River about water safety. And that's when they found a child, a dead child floating downstream. It's the area, if you're familiar with this area, it's near uh, Cumberland Mall. So that whole uh, Paces Mill area, the exact area is uh, Paces Mill Park. So that's uh, south of Cobb Parkway and Paces Mill. So they were shooting this, uh, this promotional video, this public service announcement video, training out there in the river and saw the body floating downstream. And Mark, in, in just the last 30 minutes, we should mention that cop police gave us an update. They tell us the toddler is between, estimated to be between the ages of one to three. Tragic, tragic story, Mark. What are the odds, seriously, that the, the authorities would out there be filming a training video and they happen to stumble upon uh, the body of a toddler floating down a river. I mean, it's just amazing that, that they were able to do that. And if they if they weren't there, we might never know. Uh, you know, the Chattahoochee River just runs right through the state of Georgia. And unless someone was out there fishing or kayaking, we, we might not have uh, discovered this at all. Right. Call it perfect timing. Call it coincidence. But we're happy that they found uh, the child. And right now, there are just so many questions that we have so many answers that that we still need to discover uh when i talked to police investigators out here on the scene they told me they're not ruling out foul play and right now they're working to find out if the child drowned in the river or if the child was dead before he or she uh, was possibly dumped into the river 
And they're also working to find out who the parents are, Mark. So it's still a lot of work that needs to be done right now. A lot of dots to still be connected. Um, you know, they'd have to check any missing persons reports, right? Has anyone reported uh, a missing toddler in, in the last couple of days, weeks or months or whatever? Chris, I, I, this is a gruesome question to ask, but is it early, too early to tell if the authorities can uh, determine how long the, the toddler's body was in the water? They're thinking possibly two days. Mm. Uh, that's the estimate right now, just from looking at the body. Uh, we saw the medical examiner on the scene, and that's an early estimate. Uh, they, now, police believe the child may be missing uh, from a location north of Cobb County. So they don't believe the child was placed here in, in Metro Atlanta. They believe it's north of Cobb County and, and then floated downstream, so to speak. But, you know, it's no matter how you look at it, anytime you hear about a baby, a child, a toddler drowning in the water, it's just it's hard to wrap your head around. Indeed. Uh, covering breaking news, uh, joining us live from Cobb County, Chris Jose from Channel 2 Action News covering this horrible story out of Cobb County. Chris, as you know, uh, the Chattahoochee comes down from the dam at Lake Lanier. Uh, so it gives, I would imagine, the authorities uh, an area to to check right from the dam, from the uh, dam at Lake Lanier down to where the toddler's body was found as as possible uh, entry points for for the baby. Right. Right. There are just so many different scenarios they're looking at right now. Cobb police are working both with the Cobb County Fire Department. Also, uh, we saw the National Park Service out here because, you know, the, the, this area of uh, this parking lot that we're at, it's all ran by uh, the Park Service. So they're going to have to go all the way up north. There's going to be a lot of canvassing that they're going to have to do. I just saw detectives back here on the scene just about 45 minutes ago, Mark. So they're actively working this case. And, and, and you know, there, everyone is hoping to find some answers here. How soon that's going to come, we just don't know. Just uh, just plain awful. I would imagine, all right, to, to aid in the investigation, Chris, I know this is such a gruesome story. I'm sorry to ask you these questions, but uh, will, will the authorities put out maybe a, a composite sketch of the child, what the child was wearing, just something for the, for the general public to be able to help out and identify the toddler? You know, anytime we cover stories like this, Mark, uh, that's something – I'm sure will come out in the next uh, 24 hours, within the next 24 hours. Uh, you know, with a body being in the water for two days, we don't know what, uh, what it looked like, what the body looked like at that point. Uh, we don't know if, if the child was even wearing clothes. So we know that the, the medical examiner took the body back for further examination, and hopefully we can get the ID uh, of this child. Now, when we were out here on the scene with police investigators, we noticed that uh, – one of the detectives, uh, they found a pacifier in the parking lot and took it away as evidence. So, uh, you know, that could be anything at this point. But again, they're just combing the area and trying to figure out uh, what led up to this. Yeah. And there, I mean, you know, with the technology today in 2021, maybe there's a possible uh, something they could do with DNA. Uh, just uh, just a horrible story. Hug your kids tonight. Uh, Chris Jose, I wish you were uh, joining us with a better story. But as always, we appreciate the update on the breaking news, buddy. You got it, Mark. Take care. There you go. What an awful story. I mean, just, I, I can't even comprehend. And, and uh, I'm going to jump to a conclusion here, right? And, and uh, forgive me for doing so. This has got to be, uh, someone is culpable, right? 
Like this, someone did something bad here. That's it my has to be because if if a toddler was missing, we know about right. it. Right, that would be top story that the the toddler yes. was missing before if, you found the body. Exactly, we get alerts on our phone sure. all the time. So if if they were you know in a canoe or uh, a a raft and oh the, our toddler, we would know if a toddler fell out of a boat. Right, we know oh a toddler walked away from our campsite. And so this uh, just leads me down a, a dark tunnel to where this is not a. I mean, it's a horrible story regardless of how it happened, but I, I i mean, someone is at fault, I think. That's my initial reaction, because we would know if there was a missing toddler for two days. Yeah. yeah. You know, after one day, we we find out, all right, we got a, uh, an Amber Alert. We're missing. Just uh, unbelievably bad story. So I, I, I just wanted to get you up to date, because that's a horrible story, and obviously we will follow it. Um, I don't even know if we, I don't even want to take calls on it. I mean, just, to, just that's it. I just wanted to give you an update. And hug your kids. Uh, Roy's in Griffin. Roy, sorry you had to follow that uh, horrible, horrible story, but you want to talk about the uh, Southern food breakdown? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Southern food. I guess it really ain't good for you, but hey. We knew that, though. <laughs> we knew that, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> hey, what a way to go. But I do want to tell you about, because the other day you were talking about buffets, that good southern food buffet is down in jackson georgia exit 201 it's called buckner's oh i've and been to buckner's oh yeah oh yeah i, I mean that's i haven't been since buffet. since the since the pandemic i haven't gone but are they back up and running oh yeah yeah you can't keep them down they're gonna have that place going all the time now as, as a some of the best fried chicken as i could tell you've had your fair your fair share of southern food in your lifetime roy if you had to give oh, up yeah. uh, fried chicken, biscuits, sausage, gravy, or, or sweet tea, which one of those four are you giving up first? Sweet tea. Yeah, I think that's the obvious choice, right? As a right? southerner, that's kind of bad, but, you know. But you can always hey, have a Coke instead. No, I ain't going to drink that. I just drink water and coffee. <laughs> wow, Roy's like. Set with that. Yeah, not going not gonna to happen. All right, Roy. So, all right, uh, no. Buckner's is where you want to go. Yes, sir. That's right. the place I would go. Roy, if I don't talk it's to you, have a have chicken. a have a safe Fourth of July. Uh, hopefully, you have some fried chicken on the menu on the Fourth as you uh, celebrate the nation's birth and our independence. I believe Sanjay is going to have a Fourth of July centered "Would You Rather" for us coming up at six oh seven. So stick around for that. Don't forget, um, if you get home before Sanjay gets on the air, you can listen at home on your smart speaker. Just say uh, play 95.5 WSB or on the WSB radio app. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. It really is funny. I love his nonpartisan point of view. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Executive producer Deborah Green suggested I post a Twitter poll on the Southern food. Which of these Southern staples uh, would you cut out for life if you had to? Fried chicken, biscuits, sausage, gravy, or sweet tea? Early results are in. Zero people want to get rid of fried chicken. Uh, oh, I just changed. It just changed. One person does. Uh, most people giving up sausage, gravy, and sweet tea. If you want to vote on the poll on Twitter, it's at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Chip joins us in Lawrenceville. Chip, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, this w- political witch hunt that Trump is going through happens to so many people all across the country and has been going on for years. And this is a way they spend millions, collectively spend millions of dollars 
trying to defend themselves against the government. This is a perfect example of why we need to go to the fair tax, the national retail sales tax with a prebate. You know, that pretty much sums it up. Is this that Neil Bortz? Is this problem. Neil Bortz? Disguising no, his voice. Not, I'm real familiar <laughs> with Neil Bortz. I've got his books. There you go. There you go. All right. So you think this is just a way to drain the Trump coffers, if you will, like make him pay all the legal fees to to battle for his freedom. That and give them bad publicity. Interesting. Interesting. Right. People who don't understand that you know businesses don't really pay taxes. They just collect. They just. Collect they just shuffle the deck. It's like and, a, a card and game. Pass it on yeah, yeah, exactly. Customers. Well, I tell you what. If if people were were hoping for something really big and juicy today from the New York City uh, prosecutor's office, I don't think they got it. The question is: Is just this the first of of many charges that are going to come? I don't know. If I was a prosecutor, I'd lead with the big dog, right? You got the you get the big thing at there. As far as ruining his reputation, uh, that's that's set in stone at this point. You either love the uh, former president or you hate the former president. I don't think it's going to do anything to tarnish his reputation. Jake's in Lilburn, Georgia. Jake, what's cooking, bud? Uh, Great. You guys have a great show. You're an interesting personality. I just had a comment about uh, college football and the endorsement deal. Um, I I agree with it. But you're going to have a big star like Tua or Jalen Hurts or whatever, and they're going to get all of the money. They're going to reap in all of the funds. And the, and the left guard and the right tackle, <laughs> they get nothing. This is, I'm using a metaphor for the rest of the team. Yeah, so basically, uh, Jake, i got to run, but uh, basically the NCAA is allowing college athletes to uh, sell their, their images and likenesses to, to make money. Now, looking back in 1992, I could have made at least 4 to $5 dollars. Oh, that's stretching. All right, a little less, yeah, two bucks? Probably two bucks. Two buck, Chuck? Yeah. yeah. Uh, an interesting story. Maybe we'll have time to talk about that. That's but when we come. <laughs> Thank you. That's two. All right, one, all right, $2. Good job, Longoria. When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, uh, CBS Radio News' Peter King joins us live from Florida. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Busy news day here in the A, 539, 21 in front of 6 o'clock. Mark Aram with you till 7 in the p.m. Uh, We'll continue to follow that breaking story out of Cobb County from Chris Jose. Phil Holloway, our legal analyst, will continue to cover what happened today in the courts in New York City with the Trump Organization. Earlier in the broadcast, we heard briefly from President Biden down in Florida talking about the uh, the tragic situation and the search and rescue effort there with the condo collapse. Continuing our team coverage from CBS Radio News, it's Peter King. Peter, thanks for your time. How are you, sir? Mark, good to talk to you. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, the big, I guess the big headline, obviously, uh, was, was President Biden going down there talking to uh, the the rescuers and some of the families that have uh, have missed or are missing their their friends and relatives. Uh, what kind of perspective can you provide on, on the developments today down at Surfside? Well, the perspective on the president is that he talked to everybody who wanted to talk to him in terms of the families and was not going to leave until, you know, any of the fa- all of the family members who wanted to talk to him had done that as opposed to, uh, hey, I'm here for a half hour and then I got to go. So it was a meaningful visit, I think, for the families. I think the most meaningful thing of all of that is the support of uh, the federal government for the search and rescue. And he says the feds will cover 
over 100% of the search and rescue costs for the first 30 days of this, uh, along with, of course, so much other federal aid coming uh, in terms of uh, helping the uh, survivors and, and the family members who were wondering about their loved ones. Uh, unfortunately, the situation there is... Uh, rather unstable in terms of the building itself and they actually had to stop search and rescue attempts very early this morning because there was a great danger of that collapsing on top of the rescue workers and you know that not just puts them in danger but you know anybody they might be able to save if the whole thing comes tumbling down, kind of like a big Jenga game, only with much more serious consequences, obviously. Some 500 people are working on this. They have removed about 1,400 tons of material, uh, and uh, the other numbers uh, basically remain the same. 18 deaths as of early this morning. That hasn't changed. 145 people unaccounted for. Peter King joining us live from Florida on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, it, it, this has been a, it's been a long time since this, this building collapsed. At, at what point, Peter, do they stop saying search and rescue and just a recovery effort? I can't answer that because uh, nobody can answer that. Uh, they're going to keep going, and they have said from day one they'll keep going as long as they have hope. And, uh, you know, we've heard miraculous rescue stories out of uh, building collapses uh, where people have survived for days and days. It's been a week now, and uh, the search and rescue teams haven't given up hope. And as long as they hold out any possible hope, they plan to continue it as such and not a recovery mission. The focus of the story, obviously, is the search and recover. Uh, but obviously, a lot of questions have been brought up about the cost of this and I would imagine this is making people in in Florida along the coast so many condos so many high-rises trying to scramble right now and make sure that the other buildings are safe for residents well not just along the coast but uh, in the Orlando area in Kissimmee which is near where the attractions are and that's very well inland uh, we just had a story break here today that uh, Osceola County found walkways on these uh, three or four story buildings in danger of collapsing and told the residents of 72 condos there yeah you could stay at your own risk but we suggest that you don't interesting Peter King live in Florida with the latest on the uh, search and rescue and of course uh, President Biden visiting uh, the uh, the survivors families I guess or the missing folks families uh, good information as always Peter I appreciate your time buddy Mark it's always good to be on with you and WSB thank you thank you bud uh, I, I mean I, I'm I'm as hopeful and I'm praying and but I mean it's 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 been a week now right was this is this Thursday to Thursday yeah, when did it's this been happen a full week now I mean, the the odds are are lessening, and obviously we've we've had, as Peter mentioned, uh, miraculous recoveries, but uh, it, you know, time is definitely ticking. Getting back to the the story down in Surfside, Florida, and obviously we'll continue to to monitor the situation. And Scott Slade will have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. You 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 think so? Uh, I think he said fifteen confirmed dead now, or eighteen confirmed dead, one hundred forty five still missing. Uh, I mean, it's a horrible situation. But do you think, Deborah, that those fifteen that know? For sure, that they're at least the the family members that know their their family members have passed on can at least start the grieving process. Like just to be caught in limbo. Yeah. If if you don't know, uh, obviously you want to you know keep hope alive and you want to pray that that your your family members or your friends get found. But it, but at least the 
if, if there's there's some sort of finality to knowing, okay, they've passed on, hopefully they went quickly kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think knowing, not knowing if my parents were trapped somehow and just trying to get out or, yeah. you know, what little they were able to do, I think if you knew at least they were gone. Yeah. And you said you could start the grieving process sure. at least. I, what I find, and again, I'm not an expert in this, but it's it's been a week. Like I, I would have thought they would have made more progress getting... I understand it's a horrible situation and you have a whole, you know, three sides of a building falling down at once, but it seems like it's it's a slow moving process. I, I thought it would be quicker. I think the weather hasn't been, a, a, you know, playing nice with them. Sure. They keep, it's Florida, so it rains every day and I think yeah. that's stopping them too. And, and they have to be careful, I understand, because you don't know what is underneath where you're pulling the debris and you see the people hand by hand buckets taking pieces of concrete out. Just an oh, awful situation. Hopefully... Well, we will see a miracle, and we will have uh, some survivors there to that just horrific collapse. So thanks to Peter Kane for the live update. I've been a, I've been so down today. So sorry the show is so down, but we've got some big breaking news we got to get you caught up to date on. Uh, we'll come back starting to lighten things up. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Again, the Twitter poll up right now. Uh, doctors say you, you need to stop this southern diet. Which of the four southern staples would you give up if you had to? Fried chicken, biscuits, sausage gravy, or sweet tea? It really is like you're listening in on the bunch of people just joking around. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Entertaining. Local. Plugged in. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Instant Twitter poll update, Deborah Green. Our Southern Cuisine poll. Uh, if you have to give one of these Southern staples for life, which you cutting out? Fried chicken, biscuits, sausage, gravy, or sweet tea. 46.1% of respondents getting rid of the sausage gravy. Wow. 42.1% getting rid of the sweet tea. Fried chicken, 7.3%, and no one wants to give up them biscuits. I'm telling you, the biscuits are like the jewel down here. I guess so, 4.5%. Elizabeth in Noonan wants to chime in uh, on this Twitter poll. What's going on, Elizabeth? Hi. So uh, people will come for me, but I got to get rid of the sweet tea. I'm with you. Um, The the sausage gravy goes on my biscuits. You can eat that breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Correct. Very good without a fried chicken on a football Friday. So I, I don't know. I'm sorry, but I got to give up the sweet tea. I'm with you. Uh, it, sweet tea is basically just a lubricant to get the sausage biscuits and gravy and everything down. So you can find another lubricant. I mean, I love sweet tea, <laughs> but the last one I'm giving up, I'd give up three before I'd give up the fried chicken. That's the last one I would give up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. All right. We're, we're on the same page, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, speaking of food, Longoria, your daughters are now... Mm-hmm. Six and eight? Oh, wow. Am yeah. I going to get it right? Yeah, you got it right. I still once. don't know your birthday, though, so we can't be friends, according yeah, to no. Deborah. Uh, when you friend. go to fast food, uh, do you do you make the girls get kids' meals? Yeah. They get, or yeah, do they I want mean, to kids' meals? Uh, well, I mean, they're not going to eat a, a big meal. The only, the only big meal we get them is usually like Chick-fil-A, because there's not a, a kids' meal like chicken sandwich. Gotcha. And some, sometimes they want that. Oh, that would be a little, ki- a little, little chicken sandwich yeah, for the so, babies. Yeah, like a little minis, but, well, yeah. you know. Well, but, they have yeah, the so chicken I, minis. Yeah, but not for, not for lunch. lunch and dinner. Okay. So I usually get them the meal meal there. Well, good news the for the Longoria girls. Mm. If you're uh, out and about and you want to stop at Arby's, Arby's mm-hmm. now launching uh, kid meals. Oh, cool. Featuring all new premium chicken nuggets. I would imagine the girls like the chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Who right. does? What kid doesn't like chicken nuggets? No, or right? mac and cheese. Do you know what I saw in the supermarket the other day where it's like trying to trick your kids to eating vegetables? 
There were chicken nuggets that are like 40% vegetables. Have you seen those? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a good idea. They're just like, yeah. they're like shoving vegetables and stuff kids will eat. Anyway, uh, the kids' meal at Arby's includes four new chicken nuggets alongside their recently introduced crinkle fries and to drink Longoria, Honest Kids apple juice. Oh, that's good juice. Yeah. Yes. Kids I'm gonna still give drink juice? juice. Your, your girl's juice? Uh, Lily, the oldest one, drinks milk, and uh, the youngest one drinks juice like it's going out of style. I wonder if they sub out a Jamocha shake for the apple juice, I might get that on the way home tonight. <laughs> can we do that? Can yeah. we do subs, Arby? Yeah, you can try. Substitutions. That's pretty cool, though. I do like their crinkle fries. I miss the potato cakes, but those crinkle fries are on point. So there you go. Kids meal at Arby's. Again, I'm, I'm just filling in for Johnny Kilbasa because we're not going to speak to him for a week and a half. When we come back, oh man, oh my, little Sanjay with a special 4th of July edition of Would You Rather. Hang tight. News, weather, and traffic next. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. So seven on a uh, pretty decent but steamy Thursday here in Atlanta. Welcome back to the final hour of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Coming up uh, a little bit later on the show, I'm going to uh, give my uh, thoughts about uh, WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish announcing this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade that he's hanging up the headphones, the microphone, the Mellish meter. Uh, very happy for Kirk. He's worked a long time doing Long hours, but I'll go deeper into that in just a second. But it is Thursday at 6.08 p.m. What do we do at this time, Longoria? It's time now for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. Oh, yeah. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday at this time on the Mark Arab Show. He's Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. How are you, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. I just finished a uh, cool... Grilled chicken wrap from Chick Fil A. I'm what? feeling like a million bucks. You yeah, must, you, you know, must have went with your wife. Yeah, my wife's in the car. Yeah, because there's no way that Silky gets. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's a number one with extra pickles. Exactly, so you know. and extra cheese. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so here's the deal. Sanjay is hilarious. We all know that. Uh, he is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here in studio. Want you to play along in your car. Uh, first question tonight. Oh, these are all, by the way. I've been told, Deborah. Fourth of July centered, would you rather question? So, uh, Perfect for, for there's, the I love a theme. I love a theme. Yes. 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 Four out of five of them are. Okay, good. <laughs> All, right. All right. What's the first question? <laughs> All right. Number one, would you rather meet a president from the past or meet a president from the future? I don't, I don't want to know what's going on in the future. The, the, I, I, you know, it gets better. I, you know, I don't want to meet President Kanye or President The Rock or President <laughs> Oprah or President Longoria. I mean, seriously, like, who's to say who's going to be our next president? It's, it's a crapshoot. So give me a president from the past, or at least I know what I'm getting. Uh, Deborah Green. I want to meet uh, President Grant. Oh, oh, you're giving yeah. a specific. Why, why I, Grant? I don't know. I've always had this weird obsession. Like, I read all of these books about him when I was a kid. There was just something character. about Grant. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the documentaries. He's an interesting dude, so I'll take Grant. Does Deborah get bonus points for naming the president she wants to meet? Uh, yeah, for knowing a president from, <laughs> from the, past. the past. Yes, exactly. 18th president. The 18th president. Yeah. There Whoa, you go. double. Ding, ding. ding, ding. Teacher's anyway. pet. Teacher's yeah. pet. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, DeMarco, Jazzercise, <laughs> filling in for Low-T Chuck tonight on the phones. You want to meet a future president? or a past president? I'm going to go uh, past president. Now, I'm not going to go far back like Deborah did, but I'm going to go back to Obama. I'd like to meet Obama and have a conversation with him. 
You can still, I, I can still make that happen. Actually, I can't. Eric yeah, could probably Erickson make that probably happen. Can. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. That's yeah. What I like to do. If I if I have the opportunity to meet uh, the former president, I will make sure you're my plus one. Jazz. I got it. I'm in. I'm with you. There you go. By the way, you getting hit up on the text there? What you got? Someone? <laughs> Somebody heard you say jazzercise. Oh. <laughs> I was like, six eleven. I had to pass early. on the jazzercise class to be here tonight. So oh, man. look at you! I was like, six eleven is a little early for a booty call. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just an old man. Well, you know. uh, Longoria, present or, or future or past president? Yeah, I'm gonna go past president. I, like you said, it's it's a uh, it's pretty much crapshoot yeah. coming up next. Who knows what's gonna yeah. happen? President. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not even going to throw any more names no, out there. Let's all right. try not to. All right, interesting question, Sanjay. Uh, so, Longoria, uh, we all did past, right? No one wants to know what the hell's going on in the no, future. No. It could be your that's daughter. Correct. It well, could, that, it that's could true. be your daughter. But, He's already met her. But I already met her. <laughs> that means you have, you have... I'm not my dad. You have... Oh, nice. You have forbidden a future president from entering your bedroom. There you go, yeah. That's going to haunt you forever. Yeah, well, no. It'll haunt her. <laughs> uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, at your July 4th cookout, would you rather have potato salad as a side or coleslaw? Oh, my God. That's a ridiculous question. Potato salad. Absolutely. It, the only caveat is, and this is probably not going to happen at a cookout unless it's a cookout at my house, unless the coleslaw comes from Long John Silver's or KFC. Those are the only <laughs> coleslaws I want in my mouth. Any other my coleslaw... Is such my a, dad and you would have been the best friends. We, <laughs> right? I mean, those are the best coleslaws on the planet. They are. You could serve. You you could get a uh, a cup of Long John Silver's coleslaw and put it in a crystal dish and serve it at a fancy restaurant and charge seventeen dollars for it. That's how good that coleslaw. Is. <laughs> I doubt that, but it's good. I'm telling you, no, it's good. I get it. At Aram Spuds uh, Center or whatever, we would have had coleslaw. <laughs> I would have just bought it from Long John Silver's and. And sold it in my own restaurant. Deborah, you want the coleslaw? You want the tater salad? I hate both of those foods. Really? Nobody likes potato (gasps) salad. That's such a Midwestern staple, though. Gross. I will force myself to eat coleslaw because I hate, hate, hate potatoes. Wow. All right. Uh, Jazzercise, whose uh, homemade potato salad includes raisins for some reason. No, 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 no. (laughs) You know, as an adult, I can say I've never had coleslaw as an adult. I was forced to have it as a kid. But as an adult, no, 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 no. Smart I'm potato man. salad all the day. Jazzercise, yeah. Long John Silver's, coleslaw, <laughs> life-changing. I just refuse to try it. Listen to me. I'm, you trust me, right? It's a little sweet. I, I do trust you. It's, it's a little sweet. It's so good. It's got it a little is, sweet kick to it? It's so good. It, I, I will reimburse you if you don't like it. I'm going to try it. And plus mileage, you. whatever it takes for your gas <laughs> to get there. Longoria, the historic Eskimo. Uh, I really love potato salad. Hell I'm going to yeah. take potato salad. I, don't really, I, I, can, I can do without uh, coleslaw. Uh, I, I like it, but I can do without it. So Is there an salad. Indian version of potato salad, like a curry style or something, Sandra? Uh Yeah, there's all kinds of potato dishes. There's there's even a word, alu, alu tiki. There's all kind of good stuff that, that I, think I you can just make you with us. chicken legs. Write that word down and see if Alex knows that later on. Alutiki. I will often go to Publix and get a flight of potato salads. That's how much I love it. They have the Southern style, the New York style, the traditional. I absolutely love it. Back to Would You Rather with little Sanjay of the Mark Aram Show. What is the next question, Sanjay? All right. Would you rather have your face added to Mount Rushmore or have a statue of yourself displayed in the White House? Like, I'm talking like Abe Lincoln size. You know. Oh, like a memorial, like a monument in Washington. Yes. Uh, Or Mount Rushmore. I... I think it would depend. Am I replacing someone on Mount Rushmore? Or are they just no? Adding you're just me? in addition. I think people would be mad, right? Is my <laughs> I just think they'd be like, "Why are you putting that 
chubby Hebrew's face up on Mount Rushmore. Would you be the first Jewish president? I would be. That, that's, that's monumental. Yeah. Jews Jewish Semites. Um, I'm going to take, I'll, give me a monument in D.C., right? They just did the MLK one. It's fantastic. You got the Lincoln one. This is in the White House. No, but I've changed the question. Okay. This wow. Is, <laughs> because, I mean, there's no comparison, right? Mount Rushmore or just a, a statue in the White House. I mean, that's, so we're going to, I'm changing it, Sanjay. I'm sorry. This will right. be a monument in D.C., you know, like the, the Lincoln Memorial or the MLK statue or Mount Rushmore. Because that makes, otherwise everyone's that, going to choose Mount Rushmore, fine. right? All right. That's so I, Sorry, Sanjay. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go with my own monument in D.C. Because I think people would be really mad. I think no matter who you, if they add anyone to Mount Rushmore, people are going to be up in arms. So I'm going to say uh, monument in D.C. I'm Deborah taking Green. Mount Rushmore. I just want to see that sculptor attempt to do my hair. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, Jazzercise. I want to go monument like a statue. I want a full body. I don't want just the face. I want full body. In Jazzercise like, position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wear the Jazzercise clothes and With all the that Richard stuff. Simmons shorts. Yeah, the shorts. I'm, I'm going to have a longer version of the shorts, though. <laughs> a longer <laughs> version. Okay. Um, I, would pay to, I would pay to see that uh, statue. Nice granite statue of Jazzercise in his Jazzercise outfit. Longoria. <laughs> oh, man, that's hard. Uh, I think I'm going to do Mountain Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's, I mean, I don't have really a First good Hispanic reason. on Montana, Mount Rushmore. Montana, Montana, Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Exactly. Just that people would cross the border illegally just to get to Mount yeah, Rushmore. Yeah, I'd be like a beacon. Like, yeah, it's the other border. Like looking it. for the other border. Yeah, yeah, the other border. We'll come down from Canada. Right. It'll be a whole new thing. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather watch a fireworks display or march in a Fourth of July parade? So sit on my butt and do nothing, or walk. Correct. Sit on my butt and do nothing. Watch the fireworks. I do like fireworks on the Fourth of July. I don't like them on a random Wednesday at two in the morning oh, in my geez. neighborhood. Tell I hate that. It. But Fourth of July, it, it, no Fourth of July is complete without fireworks. So I would rather watch the fireworks than march in a parade. I was in the high school band, so we got to march in all the parades. It was, that was fun. I'll, it was fun I'll when I was that. in Little League. We did the, you know, we did it in Little League, and you, you marched with your teams or whatever. But yeah, you yeah. just throw the candy at people. I, uh, I'll march in the parade. I'd rather sit on the sidelines eating coleslaw, watching the fireworks. <laughs> Jazz or sizzle? I'm going with Deborah because I I was in the high school band also, and I play alto saxophone. So I'd love to get my saxophone back out and march again. What's the difference between alto saxophone and a regular saxophone? It's uh, alto saxophone is like the More regular feminine. one. Yeah, it's the it's the it's regular one, pitch. and then you have the tenor, which is like a little bit bassier Lower. tone. Yeah, okay, and a baritone. Yeah. By the but way, I want to march. My uh, my brother in law is a professional saxophone player in New York City. Right. Oh wow! Amazing, amazing. And he just got a new gig, and it's hilarious. He is basically hooked up with a Hasidic Jewish band. Okay. And you know Hasidic Jews they wear the hats and they have the long curls and everything and he's and he's not, you know, he's Obviously, half yeah. Japanese. Right. And I saw a video he's playing all these Jewish weddings and stuff. <laughs> and it's it's like a full band with like four singers and a big brass band and it's just it's amazing. I'll forward you the video. It's yeah, fantastic. Uh Longoria. Uh um yeah, I'm lazy. I'm not I'm not walking yeah, anywhere. We'll be next to each other. Yeah, I'm watching some potato too. salad. You got one more Sanj? I do. Would you rather have a personal chef on call 24-7 or have a personal driver on call 24-7? Chef. Give me that chef. Yeah, cook whatever I want. Driver all day. Give me a tuna melt at 2 in the morning. Uh, chef so I can actually start eating healthier. You eat healthy now, Jazzercise. I mean, occasionally. Until, when y'all don't until see you hit me, that I coleslaw eat. and you get that in your veins. 
Longoria. I'm going driver all the way. You need it. I we'll do. pay for it. Yeah, yes, cool. indeed. If you want. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. He will do your taxes for a nominal fee. Trump organization should have hired Sanjay. You can. Whoa. Brass Tax Accounting on Facebook or online at brass.tax. Happy 4th of July, Sanjay. My man. All right, we'll be right back, and uh, I'm going to say some parting words to my buddy Kirk Mellish. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. He's very multi-talented to be able to do what he does on the TV and to be able to do the radio show. With the full strength of the WSB News team and triple team traffic. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Uh, Ruth Mary joins us in Lawrenceville. Thanks for hanging on, Ruth Mary. How are you? I've been doing good. How have you all been doing? Excellent. What's on your mind? Um, on the, uh, well, first of all, Hasidic Jewish Ban. I, I'm. Tr- I would love to see that, but um, <clears throat> on the on the uh, southern thing. Excuse me, the southern thing. I would probably keep the biscuit, but I would put apple butter on it for me. I don't mm. have fried chicken, but once in a blue or strawberry moon um, sausage and gravy. I can do without sweet southern sweet tea is a little over the top for me. So you get I rid of that birch beer instead. Yeah, I. Uh, I think it's a flying biscuit. Uh, free shout out to them. They've got amazing biscuits and amazing grits. I think they give you the apple butter with the biscuits. That's you nice. You like some apple butter. Yeah, that is delicious. That is. By the way, people are least likely to give up the biscuits, according to the Twitter poll. That's kind of shocking How to me. many people voted for the biscuit, or how? what's the percentage? Uh, I will get that to you after the news. Okay. At, uh, oh, I, want, nice I want to refresh. Yeah, I want to refresh the, uh, the early results. Uh, Edie's in Marietta. Edie, welcome to the show. Hey! Hey! <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? What's going on? Well, okay. As far as the southern meals, I can do without the sweet tea because I can't drink overly sweet stuff. Sure, understood. And so I gotta, I gotta drink the unsweetened stuff. The biscuits, I can't get. The only biscuits I will eat is. Martin's biscuits. Oh, Martin's so good. Tenderloin even... egg and cheese biscuit oh. from Martin's might be. If, if I'm on death row, that might be my final meal request. I, I, like I've told the dude that answers the phone, you can give me six extra stimulus <laughs> checks, and I'm not giving up those biscuits. That's fantastic. And... You know what? You mentioned sweet tea. Thanks, Edie. We got to run. Longoria. Have you ever dined out with Longoria, Deborah Green? Not dined out. He'll he'll often be. He's a little highfalutin. He'll get a uh, half sweet, half unsweet tea. I guess that's doctor's order. That's what my mom does. Yeah, yeah. I've seen your mom do that. She passed it along to you, Longoria. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you uh, don't want Deborah to come to your party, apparently uh, serve potato salad. If it's on the menu, she's not showing up. Nope. Crazy. Didn't I tell you that? Yeah, she did. When we come back, uh, my thoughts on retiring Kirk Mellish, our phenomenal WSB meteorologist. My thoughts on his replacement and Russ in Gainesville. Oh, and I got shaky knees t- tickets to give away. You want to you wanna stick around to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Hey, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals to buy this is WSB Meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Sorry, I give you the... You pointed right at me. My men, stay there. Oh, okay. Ox and a camel kangaroo. That's Chris Chandler. Welcome back uh, to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Arab. Uh, I was previewing there uh, WSB Meteorologist Kirk Mellish. If you missed the breaking news this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, Kirk hanging up the uh, headphones after 30 
four years at WSB Radio. I'm going to give my reflection on Kirk's career and retirement announcement in just a second. But I wanted Chris Chandler to stick around. Um, bef- uh, what I want to do is I've got shaky knees tickets to give away. How many How many uh, passes? You have one four-pack. One four. I mean, that's a big ticket. Jared Yamamoto would stab somebody oh, for shaky knees yeah. tickets. Three-day festival. So what I want to do to give it, these away, this is a prime gift that we're going to give you here. And I want to honor Kirk Mellish here. So my thought was... The best Kirk Mellish impression gets the four <laughs> passes to shaky knees. Right. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I would like you to play, just so folks can, you're a musician, right? You got a tune, you got to hear. Uh, people want to, I want to hear Kirk Mellish so people know how to. So now uh, we're ready. Now to, right. to imitate Kirk Mellish, you're going to, uh, your best Kirk Mellish imitation gets four passes to the Shaky Knees Festival. Three-day passes. Unbelievable. You have to imitate the legend, Kirk Mellish. This is WSP Meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Only a stray shower thunderstorm early tonight. They increase late tonight, low around 71. All right, that's tomorrow. Good. There you go. Thank you, Chris Chandler. Sorry about the early point, by the way. It's quite all right. I'm still a rookie. I'm still a novice <laughs> after 24 years. They have a great uh, – I'm on vacation uh, tomorrow and all next week, Chris, so have a, a happy 4th of July. And you guys, too. All right. Uh, so, all right, 404-872-0750. Best Mellish impression gets the shaky knees tickets. Before we do that, though – our buddy Russ in Gainesville joins us. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. How to you me. holding up in recovery there, Russ? I'm good. I'm sitting here in between two girls. Help me. One is <laughs> One is Karen and the other is Corrali. Corrali's back in the fold. Welcome back, Corrali. Hey, Corrali. Hey! <laughs> uh, how you feeling, Russ? Everything good? My arm's real sore. Um, but you know, I mean, it just takes a while. All right. But you're feeling good. So here's the deal, Russ. I'm on vacation in 19 minutes. Uh, so you, uh, word on the streets filling in Shelly Milani, Crystal and and Scotty B you, you are no under no obligation to call in next week, but I would consider it a, a, a privilege and an honor. If you would do them the, the honor and courtesy of giving them a call once in a while. Hey, anything you want. Buddy. And we got I'll a guy, we have a courier, uh, Russ, if you're interested, has agreed to pick up the DVD from your house and deliver it to WSB Radio to give to Deborah. I think they're looking for a meeting point, is what he said. Oh, everyone, he's one, oh Russ is yeah. going to meet anywhere. Never mind then, Russ. I thought it was door-to-door service. Anyway, uh, that that's my one wish before vacation, that you get that done, all right? Okay. All right, Russ. But I'll be, I'll be available via email, so I look forward to your pictures and remembrances and all that good stuff. I'll take some pictures tonight and send them to you. Oh, my. All right. Don't send them to my work email. Send them to my private email. All right? <laughs> I will. All right, Russ. Have a great fourth. Thanks a lot, Mark. All right. We're ready to give away these Shaky Knees tickets. Best Kirk Mellish impression gets four tickets to uh, Shaky Knees. Uh, James in Cartersville, you're our first contestant, buddy. Let me hear your best Kirk Mellish. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast. The round of four on the Mellish meter between Cartersville and Canton right now. That's not pretty a, good. A, a big I, chance of rain. You don't have to do the full five day. You don't have to do the full five day. That's pretty solid, though. Yeah, I like that, James. Well, All right, hang, hang on. Well, don't you. don't hang up. That was a really good Mellish. Oh, all right. Did you say that on the air or is it in my ear? Say it on the air, what you just said on my ear. Trey is not going to play tonight. And I, I was like, who the hell's Trey? Trey Young, <laughs> Trey Young is not, not going to play tonight. So breaking news from Longoria, our right. sports correspondent, Trey Young out tonight. Yes. Hawks can still win it. They, uh, they Bucks can. have no Giants. All right, back to the uh, matter at hand, Kirk Mellish impressions. Jackson and Marietta, let's hear your best Mellish. 
Hello, Mark. Uh, this is just to say that Trey not playing tonight means nothing bad for the Hawks. They're still looking forward to a very sunny forecast. I like it. It's good. But you I'm didn't incorporate you number the, two. They, 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 you didn't incorporate a forecast. Give me something. Give me a mellish meter. Give me a, a dew point. Give me something that brings <laughs> that brings weather into it. Uh, Randy's in Mableton. Randy, let me hear your best mellish. This is WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Only a widespread chance of thunder showers tomorrow, with uh, maybe a two out of ten on the on the Mellish meter. That's solid. <laughs> Sorry, I got nervous. That's I got good. Nervous. No, that's good, Randy. That's a good delivery. You're in contention, uh, Jerry in Gainesville. Jerry, let me hear your best Mellish. Well, hi. This is WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish with your forecast for the long weekend. Tomorrow is going to be Friday. It's going to be a balmy 98 degrees. But a nice 68. Saturday is going to be quite nice. Now, now I, give you, I give you credit for throwing Balmy in there, but that was more of a Guy Sharp, Ken Cook kind of thing. That, was, that wasn't really a true mellish. All right, James and Randy are the leaders in the clubhouse. We'll come back and uh, we'll do a couple more contestants, and I'll tell you about my thoughts on Kirk's amazing, illustrious career. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. He's like this really nice, friendly, warm guy. Entertaining. I love his real life story. Local. His music tastes are pretty spectacular. Plugged in. He's got it really rocking and rolling. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Our final two are three contestants for the Kirk Mellish Honorary Impression Contest to get the Shaky Knees tickets. We got to do real quick though here. Uh, Jason and Monroe, give me your best Mellish, Jason. This is WSB meteorologist Kurt Mellish. I'd like to thank uh, the folks of Atlanta for letting me bring you the Mellish meter for the last 20 years, and I'm looking forward to passing the baton or the barometer on to Christina. <laughs> oh, that, I like that. That was nice. Chad's in Bethlehem. Chad, give me your best Mellish. Hello, this is Kurt Mellish with Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast. Tomorrow, the 79. This is a 10 on the Mellish meter. Wow, that's good. All right, hang on, Chad. You're in the final three. Brian and Fayetteville, you're our last contestant. Honor me with a Mellish. This is Kurt Mellis, your accurate, most attentive forecast. Looking for an 8 on the Mellis meter today. Partly sunny skies. A bit breezy tonight. Temperature 72. I like it. I like it. All right, we got uh, James, Chad, and Randy. Deborah Green, you're the, uh, you don't like potato salad, but you're a good judge of uh, voices. So yeah. what are we going? What, the first guy, the second guy, or the third guy? I think the first guy nailed it. We're going to the first mm-hmm. guy? All right, let me just make sure. James, uh, these, these shaky knees tickets won't be wasted on you, right? Oh, no, I'm definitely going. You'll go? All right. So hang on the line. Jazzercise is going to get some info. Chad and Randy, we have no parting gifts, but you guys are fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, let me tell you about Kirk Mellish. Um, I've worked for Kirk for just under 24 years during Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. And not only is he the best meteorologist ever, just calm, cool, collective, no matter what's going on, Mellish gives it to you straight. Um, but what you don't know is he is one of the funniest people on the planet. The stuff he used to say off air in the studio, I mean, legendary stuff, Longoria. He could literally retire from a meteorology career right now and do improv or stand-up. <laughs> yeah. Just super smart, super funny, and, uh, and was just the best. I mean, literally the best meteorologist. Uh, we're going to miss him, but I'm very happy. I, I can't – he's been getting up at uh, 3 a.m. for 34 years. Not only that, Deborah, he's like a surgeon, meaning he's on call. 
So you might think, oh, Melish has got Sunday off. No. He's got to do the forecast on the weekends. If breaking news uh, weather pops up, he's got to jump in. So he's been like living on the edge of his seat for 34 years. Not only getting up at 4 in the morning, but being on call 24-7. So I, I'm so happy for him. And people are like, oh, he, he, this is his choice. Trust me. He, you know, I've, I've done it for 24 years, and I'm pulling my hair out. Maybe that's why he's going bald. Because of the, the schedule. Maybe that's why I'm going bald, because of the schedule. Could be. Anyway, Kirk's phenomenal. I'm so happy for him. Now maybe we can hang out socially, because he doesn't have to you know be on call all the time. Uh, Godspeed, Kirk. You were fantastic. You're the best. Atlanta's going to miss you. That being said, Christina, uh, Deborah and I actually both know her very well. Yes. Uh, you probably more so than me. She was a uh, producer, weather producer at Channel 2. She's been on the show a bunch of times. A great meteorologist and a great person. Yeah, and she was an intern with me and Von Hessler over at another radio station. So we, um, we've we done a lot of stuff on my friends list. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We've so been to she could be together. number four? Yeah, we've been to concerts together. We've cried together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so she's a really great meteorologist. And sometimes I text her during the show about weather, and she'll respond. Excellent. Yeah, so she she's a weather nerd, self-proclaimed yes, weather nerd. weather nerd. Um, and she's going to be great, and I know she's going to fill Kirk's shoes admirably uh, they, li- I was, I mean, Deborah and I didn't weigh the scales um, in the hiring process because this is a nationwide search. Um, but we we found uh, Kirk's replacement. She's an Atlanta native, graduated from Tech, super smart, super cool, and a weather nerd. So uh, you're you'll be in good hands, trust me. Um, so you'll still have a- Atlanta Radio's only full-time radio meteorologist right here on ninety-five point five WSB. So congrats to Kirk. Congrats to Christina. Uh, do, do we call her Chrissy or we call her Christina? I think her her <laughs> on-air name will stay Christina. Okay, all right. So, if we, but if we ever slip up and say Chrissy, that's what we're talking about. Not Longoria's ex. No. Chris, no that's a no. whole different thing. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. She wasn't uh, So congrats, Mellish. I'm very happy for you, man. Enjoy that pension. Enjoy uh, trips to Chicago to get your deep dish pizza. He wants to travel. He, wa- he wants to sleep in. And I, I don't blame him, Mellish. If I were to, if I had his, you know, his schedule, I would sleep in for the first month. Just yeah, absolutely. Is there a, is such a thing as a sleep cruise where they just cruise oh, around the Mediterranean in a, in a sleep number bed? Yeah, yeah. Just anyway, <laughs> c- congrats to Kirk and congrats to uh, Christina Edwards. Uh, she's fantastic. You are going to love her, folks. And she might play Millennial Match Game from she time will. to time. She there will. you go. All right, let's do star of the show, Longo. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Kirk Mellish, why not, right? I mean, uh, Kirk's one star of the show before, and he's still going to be with us through the end of July. End of July, and then hang out and, and kind of, yeah. you know, as as needed. He'll be a uh, meteorologist emeritus, uh, Kirk Mellish. Um, all right, so here's the deal. I'm on vacation right now. Uh, word on the streets filling in. Give them your time. They're fun. They're cool people. Um, and I'm very happy they're able to fill in for me. I'll be on social media. You know me. I can't get off that social media. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. YouTube is up. Just search Mark Aram on YouTube. Really quick, the Southern Food Poll. 46.8% want to give up the sausage gravy. 40.4% want to give up the sweet tea. 8.3% want to give up the fried chicken. And no one wants to give up them biscuits. Only 4.5%. Have a great Thursday and a great 4th of July, Atlanta. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, and go Hawks. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. <laughs>